Dick Smoothie. And welcome back. Thanks for being back. Thanks for listening. <laughs> that was loaded. <laughs> loaded? What's up, Dicks? What's up, Dicks? I was so <laughs> nervous today that I just threw up before I even oh, started. That's why you're wearing sunglasses? Yeah, I, I actually I threw up so hard that I burst a blood vessel right in here. So I'm like hiding it right now because uh, it looks stupid. But that means we've got a big day ahead of us. Like this is just our first of the of two recording sessions today. That's right. We got a busy day. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, before we get into that, because we want to talk about that a little bit. Um, just want to say thank you again for uh, listening. Our listens are off the charts. Like we've never seen anything like this. I've never experienced anything like this. We only have four episodes, but it's it's killer. You're, you're listening, you're supporting. We want to get more subscribers, followers, um, listens, likes. Honestly, we want you to hit up our YouTube channel. We never we never really talk about our YouTube channel. And uh, that's something that we, we really want you to do. Because, I mean, if you're watching right now, that means you found it. Yeah, that's but, right. <laughs> but, but a lot of people don't even know if, if we have video. But, I mean... We do. So if you want our video content, where are we going to find it? Um, well, you can follow, uh, subscribe, like, and share, review our YouTube channel, which is hashtag Dick Smoothie with Daniel and Tosh. Yeah, but, uh, but I also post it in a couple different channels yeah. just in case. We're going to be merging everything together yeah. soon. But I, unfortunately, it's it's actually a lot of things that... I screwed up over the years. So I'm going to have to get into contact with YouTube or Google or something like that and fix it up. But... We'll be merging them together. Um, but there's the other channel that uh, seems to get a lot of heat is Flannel on Flannel with Daniel. That's the one I send out anyways. Yeah, yeah and that's that's my personal uh, podcast. And just uh, just had another episode come out uh, the other day, yesterday, two days ago. What's yeah, today? two days ago. Two Today's days Saturday. ago. Holy crap. Yeah, two days ago. Uh, with Tobias Moriarty, I called that master of glass blowing wearer of no pants because he doesn't like wearing pants <laughs> when he's talking to me on the phone i guess <laughs> it's just uh i don't know it's more you make people feel really comfortable so they can just take their clothes off even when i've got that soothing voice just like ooh, la, la, let me just <laughs> just take off your pants <laughs> nice and slow I think my pants are already around my knees. Whoa. Oh, that was impressive. panty droppers. <laughs> um, uh, we, we've gotten some new things that are a part of the set today. Mm. Uh, we've got a Ouija board here. We'll get into that later. But that's that's really exciting. That's going to be something definitely on our list to talk about today. I got a new little thing behind us. Yeah. Um, and I got it last night. I, I kind of like it. Because we're going to have uh, Nancy Manning on today. Yeah, she's very our soon. guest today. Yeah, we've got a guest. Which actually brings me up to my next point is that you were just on her podcast yesterday. That's right. So Nancy and I go way back. She's actually my cousin <laughs> and um, she has her own business, which we'll obviously talk about, hence the Ouija board that's sitting right here. Um, but we did an episode last night for her podcast, which we will tell you more about. Um, it was all about hauntings, Ouija board, the history of it. I learned a lot. Every time I listen to her podcast, I'm just like... Filled with a lot of information. She does a lot of research, so. Yeah, and w w what is it called? Eclectic Witching Hour. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and where are we going to find her? Uh, well, I don't know if she'll 
say it later. But um, let's let's just say it now just for fun. Yeah, you can find her on Spotify. I think pretty much every podcast platform. Uh, Eclectic yeah. Witching Hour. She has actually three different Instagram accounts. Her personal, which is Nancy Logger Manning. Um, she actually is a plant-based, like, vegan recipe writer, too. So she has um that but the one you want to probably follow the most would be witchy knits and knots which is her instagram account you can see all of the stuff that she creates every single week she's coming out with something totally new so it's just like it's pretty overwhelming she kills it with the creativity so yeah she has a really nice voice too very very podcast like (sighs) yeah it is and she's she's a sweetheart truly um knowledgeable i think is the biggest part totally yeah Yeah, she's a smarty um she also has a website witchynitsandknots.com uh you can email her on there if you want a a custom piece or anything that she offers so yeah we'll get into that later with her but yeah so uh before we get on with the show there's a uh, just one more thing that i want to talk about is uh that Later today, we're going to be recording our first episode for our newest podcast, which uh, by the time this actual uh, hashtag Dick Smoothie episode airs, the new episode of our new show, which we're going to be calling Starting From Scratch. It's uh, it's a film review uh, podcast, um, but it's by Ferds. And if no one knows what a Ferd is, it's a film nerd. Um, a Ferd. A Ferd. <laughs> Ferd. We're total ferds. (laughs) I guess you are. I've never heard that term before. Well, that's what we're going to call our audience, ferds. Oh my God, it's so cute. Ferds. It sounds so cute. (laughs) It reminds me of like a fern, like a plant and a bird. At at least it's not... At least it's not dicks. We're not calling them dicks all the time. They're going to start hating dick smoothie. They're like, fuck you. You're calling us dicks. And then like (laughs) this other, our audience over here, we're called ferds, like adorable little creatures. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is starting from scratch is going to be a a nice uh, podcast just for us to, you know, have fun, watch a good movie, terrible movie. Our first week uh, will be Velocipaster, which is actually a good movie, but a bad. We'll get it's into it. A yeah. bit of both. It's perfect. It's it's it's. <laughs> I really want to give somebody a dick smoothie for it, though. Um, for sure. I I I would if I could, because the, <laughs> the 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 research that I had to do last night, and I was reading up on this, is just like some people are praising this guy, and I'm like, um. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. And that's what I think about most of the reviews that I read too. Oh yeah. Um anyways, <laughs> uh that that new uh podcast will be starring uh or sorry, hosted by myself, Tosh, and uh Toby uh Tobias Moriarty is how he likes to be called, I guess. But I call him Toby or Kunta Quinte. Uh <laughs> long story on that. Uh <laughs> But anyways, let's uh, let's get into. Wait, did we get everything? Oh no, we didn't. If you want to follow us, go to at Dick Smoothies. I've spelt it out on the board for you, yeah. but uh, Dick Smoothies is plural. That's right. Uh, we've got Tosh at uh, Catharsis dot on dot canvas, and myself at flannel on flannel with underscores in between the words. That's right. 
Yeah. 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 Um, we'd like you to email us uh, for any kind of collaboration, yeah, conversation, business inquiries. Uh, business inquiries. That's what we're using for our sponsorship stuff, which is actually another good point. We're uh, we're going to be uh, affiliated with Nickelbrook. Um, oh, yeah. 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 Did you forget about that? I yeah. Forgot. I was, uh, Tosh was trying to type out the email while I was pacing back and forth. Was just like, and this is like the history and the story. And I'm like, give it to me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. keep up with like what <laughs> you're saying, but it was really good. So I do want to give a shout out to Jen at Nickelbrook for hooking us up. Uh, we will not be drinking Nickelbrook today because this is quite new and still in the works. So we're also not close to Burlington right now. Yeah. We're in lockdown beer. and uh, we can't like, well, the main place to get beer in Nickelbrook's home uh, home location is in Burlington on Drury Lane um, right next to the big green bridge if you don't know <laughs> if you it's know where that is oh <laughs> uh, no it, seriously she emailed back and she's like oh we know that green bridge very well and I was like yeah it's right there yeah <laughs> you're like I know all about it <laughs> um, so anyways flannel on flannel with Tosh at gmail.com and flannel on flannel with Daniel at gmail.com, even Hell though they yeah. both say Tosh. Um, ah! <laughs> I just, just secretly wanted all the emails, so I'm just like, here's Deb's email. <laughs> Great job. Okay, so uh, we're going to be getting Nancy on the phone here, but let's start. Oh. Dick Smoothie. Let me do that again. We're not going to Nancy yet. We're going to go to our next segment. Forgot about this lovely display here at the front of the table. Da, 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 dick smoothie. Okay, <laughs> our lovely display of actually we we kind of wanted to go for a little spin down um healthy lane. That's right. Um and let's just say Daniel Stanfield here is not as healthy as he should be, but doesn't like milk, doesn't even That's really right. like water that much. <laughs> yep. Uh, but but what we're trying to do is at least help me get into a better kind of working state. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're all about that dairy-free plant-based milk. Yeah, the plant-based is, yeah. is huge because we also, well, we're trying not, we're not trying to be vegan, but it is a definitely a better way to look at the world. It is unnecessary things to consume dairy milk yeah. really yeah. truly so why not it's a small thing to change like and you know milk what? shit your brains out that's right <laughs> <laughs> and like this is maybe i don't know 10 percent of what's on the market five Yay. different yeah five different beverages <laughs> here so we're gonna test dan's taste buds right yeah we're gonna test my taste buds and hopefully, you know how they say, like, drinking milk makes you strong, gives you strong bones and calcium and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> Is this going to give me a... Like, I, I think it's going to make you even stronger than regular dairy, and then maybe you can try to beat me in darts. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to talk about that, too. Um, Accidentally. But we'll talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that too. But we want to test my taste buds first. And I think you should just pull and your face away from the mic so that people can see your mustache. Oh, because yeah. Because this is called milk mustache segment, right, Dan? Yeah, I want a milk mustache. Yeah. Milky mustache. Milky mustache. So I have actually gone ahead and poured these 
beverages for Dan, so he doesn't know which is in which, except for there's casually a chocolate milk and a dark brown <laughs> I don't know if he's going to get that one. We'll she, see. She's only trying to be nice because she kicks my ass at darts too much. She's like, oh, I'll make it easy for you. And we have palate cleansers up there. So um, luckily, uh, I've cleansed my entire palate this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I've prepared. I've prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's why I threw up. It wasn't because of this the show or anything. It's just because I needed to cleanse my palate <laughs> You're like i need to be able to guess all these fucking milks properly it's important okay okay um wh- which one do you want me to start off with well i mean obviously i'm gonna give you the most easy one first yeah 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 dear nice taste we got some wine glasses and we got shots so there's a good variety here did you notice okay so the skull glass yeah you notice if you look from the inside they're boobs oh the my eyes. god you're so dirty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that dark chocolate is so good. Yeah. So that's soy milk, actually. So soy. And soy, soy is really good, and it's organic soy. That's right. And that's super important because, um, from my knowledge, at least, and and if someone's listening and I'm wrong, let me know. or just fuck you i guess (laughs) um no let me know if i'm wrong but i believe that uh the organic is that they're not adding estrogen to the soybeans yeah because that was helping them grow or some shit i don't know of course the things that people do just to be able to grow things faster you're a little soy boy okay you got it now cleanse that palate no more dark chocolate (laughs) Oh, your tastes so gross. Mm. That's also gluten-free vegan bread right there. It's really good, actually, with <laughs> it's this. Really it's actually really cleansing my palate, too. Mm. Um, I'm going to have you do this one next. All right. Looking at it, it's not white. It's kind of like an off-white. That's true. It's, it's not just because <laughs> of the lighting in here and my sunglasses. You're like, this milk is orange. You're like, no. <laughs> That's a sunglasses tint. I can't really smell anything, though. Perfect. Okay. I don't have COVID, I don't think. <laughs> I hope not. I just got violently got- sick, and now I can't smell anything. But I don't think I got COVID. <laughs> okay, here we go. As it got closer to my face, I started smelling it. Did you? Okay. Yeah. What do you think? I like it. It's okay. very, very good. What kind of flavors are you getting? I'm actually getting... An, it's definitely almond. It's got to be almond. And I think I think it's... Because uh, it's not the unsweetened one, yeah. for sure. I'm going to say vanilla. Vanilla, vanilla almond? V- vanilla almond. Did we even get that? We sure did. <laughs> we sure did. But I'm actually going to tell you that you're wrong. Fuck off. That's organic vanilla soy. You're a soy boy. Two soys in a row. I still get that almondy taste, though. No? Okay, cleanse that palate, boy. Are you sure? I'm so sure. I wrote it down, too. I don't believe you. Oh, here we go. I don't fucking believe you. This one should be pretty see, pretty easy for you. See, this, this should be easy for you. What I'm trying to say is 
I like I was the one that bought them with you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, before we go any further, we didn't buy them. That's true. We got them for free. And what I want to do is give a shout out to my Auntie Anne, who's uh, who works at Dannon. Hey. Yep. Thanks, so Auntie the greatest Anne. thing is all of this was free for us. Um, Auntie Anne, you're killer. Thank you for supporting me. Yeah. I don't think she knew it was for the podcast, but well, like, be I was happy to find yeah, that. I know. <laughs> I know. And then they were just like, I was like, oh my god. Dan's like, we should do a taste test. It's like milk mustache. Then the other night he goes upstairs. He's like, just trust me, trust me. I was like, okay, like whatever. Comes back down. And I lost my chin. <laughs> Had his like, what is that called? The neck thing, like around his mouth. I'm like, what happened? You're like. I lost my pull it down and I'm like ah. <laughs> <laughs> I slowly pulled it down. Yeah, it was like it was a good reveal. My my my. Okay. 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 So this, this one one's gonna be, be easy, easy for you. If you don't guess it, you got to leave the house right now. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Coconut. Bam. Hey. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Wasn't done. I forgot how much you love just chugging coconut milk mm-hmm. okay if if i'm missing from the bed at night it's because i'm chugging coconut milk <laughs> from <laughs> from the container <laughs> i hear the fridge open it's like mm. and it stays open for like like a good 20 seconds <laughs> <laughs> i know what are you up to or you hear the Nancy Ed, wants Ed, to know Ed. if she should be on speaker or like up to ear. Up to ear. Or headphones, preferably, actually, if she has headphones. Okay. I honestly, I can't smell this one either. My nose is like knee deep in it. It's like my balls are touching knees. <laughs> I cannot wait to talk about that later. I cannot wait. It's weird that I couldn't smell it, but the flavor is totally there. I don't think I've ever tried something like this before. No? Okay. What do you think? I think it's great. Okay. What's like, <laughs> should probably know which it is, I would say. It tastes like vanilla. Yeah. And I think it's the rice one. You do? It's the almond. It's, it's the, the almond, almond? Silly. Have you not seen this other shot glass that looks like human breast milk? That's got to be rice milk. <laughs> I just ruined it for you. That's the grossest one well, I left that it the for last. last. One? Yeah, that's yeah, why I was just so, like, let's. So I thought this was going to be easy. <laughs> um, <laughs> you only guessed the one. Well, the chocolate milk the doesn't chocolate. count. <laughs> You're I basically zero got them all wrong. <laughs> I got them all wrong and not even on purpose. And I'm like, he's like, don't watch me do it. It's like, it'll be too easy. But like, you kind of saw me doing it and you still didn't. <laughs> Dick smoothie. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I, even, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I even put this one in your shot glass, a pink one, because I'm like, oh boy. I thought it was going to taste better than this. That's what I'm saying. I'm so glad I didn't give that to you before any of the other ones. Yeah. I mean, like, I can see it working well in things. 
in things. In things, but... TBH, it doesn't really work well in anything. <laughs> we used to buy it all the time when I was a kid. My parents were like, Would you no, put it dare. to make things with? Um, <clears throat> you can't use it in, like, mashed potatoes. I remember every single time you couldn't. It was just, like, so That's watery. That's what I was going to say. You mm. got to use cashew milk and mashed potatoes. Or coconut milk, I do, but it's a little too sweet sometimes. Um, but, yeah, it's really only good for things like cereal or smoothies where you don't really need to taste it it's just kind of acting as like you need a liquid mm. easy um but yeah <laughs> i can't believe you didn't guess any <laughs> except for coconut the chocolate <laughs> milk doesn't count because it was a visual it was too obvious should have been in like uh, like a canteen or something where you can't see it you'd still taste the chocolate but that would be even better and you can't actually see like how thick it is or like what color it is mm-hmm Knew that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Needed a non-water beverage to drink <laughs> for this episode. There's water in it, I'm sure. It's true. Uh, <laughs> so I do want to say that uh, uh, before we get Nancy on the phone, which we're, we have her ready if yeah. we need. Um, I want to say that, you know, this past week and stuff, I actually, I got to get haircut. Thanks to Tosh. She cut my hair very well i like it very well i can't tell what it looks like right now but yeah the sides look yeah but the mullets coming strong oh my god yeah oh the mullets there too <laughs> i actually braided the back of your hair like i'm looking to get the viking viking braids down the middle totally i think it's almost there um but uh what i've been experiencing recently and and it was because like you know, I always drank alcohol to, like, kind of numb myself before going to sleep, you know, because I get really bad restless legs, and I don't know if anyone else gets restless legs, but it would be nice to know if there any, is anyone out there that has, like, a remedy for that for me, because mm. it's, I think it's about the blood flow, the blood flow, and maybe that's why my feet are always so cold. Blood flow or, like, your nervous system, maybe? I think it's blood flow. Because if you think about it, alcohol is a blood thinner. That's true. Right? Uh, same thing with, uh, what, Advil? So Aspirin. Aspirin? Yep. Um, so, I mean, like, that could be it, but I don't want to be popping aspirin all the fucking time. Yeah, that, that would be awful. That's going to have some long-term effects for sure. Well, apparently, if you don't take it in high doses, it, it it's just like, it's a, like a regular just drug. It just, Yeah. Like, I remember being in the hospital once and they were like, they were like, take this much uh, Advil and this much gravel. I was like, you're telling me to like double the doses that's on the bottle and stuff like that? And he's like, yeah, you, your liver's fine. This is fine. This is good. You're just do it. It's fine. You're not going to hurt yourself. <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, just grab a bunch of drugs and. Toss it out of your mouth and whatever sticks, take. Yeah, that yeah. fixes the problems for sure. Yep. So, um, I don't know <laughs> if uh, if anyone uses like compression sleeves on the the legs or anything because that would be good to know. Um, also, ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do a little bit of a study. I want to see if restless legs is correlated with a certain blood type. Yeah. Because not many people get restless legs, I don't think. 
I don't really know. And when I'm ta- when I'm talking about restless legs, I'm not saying that you're sitting there and you've you're got like your fidgeting. knees. Yeah, that's yeah. a fidget. Yeah. I'm talking about when you're going to sleep and you cannot sleep because your legs are and it feels like there's there's a whole fucking party underneath your skin going on. Like they're so active and nothing like you're not doing anything. You're just laying there and twitching. Yeah. My only remedy is well, like I said, alcohol, but that's not good for you. Um, staying up as late as I can and also not good for you. <laughs> or popping some gravel, also not good for you. Snorting gravel is fine. No, but popping it. Yeah, <laughs> no. I don't know about that. But yeah, if anyone okay. has it, or like people love to share if you've had a an issue, like a health issue, a personal problem, like mm-hmm. what's worked for you. People love sharing that, so please share it with. Please them. share it. Yeah, and so I'm O negative, which is the rarest of blood types and if you don't know what blood type you are you need a dick smoothie because that is unacceptable it's true i ask everyone what their blood type is because of diet stuff and every single person that i've asked has had to call their doctor and find out and sometimes still haven't found out i'm like how do you not just know it should it's important to know like if you're in a life or death situation all of a sudden and you need to and you're at the hospital or let's just say, I don't know, I'm sure the hospital has records, but they're also asking you because it's so hard to get that record. It's better if you can just be like, I'm in the, like, whatever is happening, my blood type is such and such. And you're like, cool, could have just saved your own life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I know a Arm guy, that, I know a guy that ended up in the hospital and didn't know his blood type and he needed it. He's good and everything, but he got a fucking tattoo on his wrist that says, be positive. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, but it's because of his blood type. And it's just the B plus. <laughs> but it sounds like he's like, be has positive. a good attitude. Yeah, yeah, That's actually so cute. I love that. Okay. So um, I think we need to get on our guest for the day, Nancy Manning. Yay. Yay. I have too much fun with those. Hello? Nancy! Hello. Hi, good, hi. Hey, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you guys? We're good. We're so sorry that we're a little delayed today. We appreciate your patience. (laughs) Yeah, it was my fault. (laughs) I I apologize. (laughs) But we are on... I was going to say, that's okay, Dan. I, I owe you a bit of uh, trouble since you did what you did for me last night. So <laughs> Yeah, I know. And if if anyone wants to know what that was, it was just, I just told Tosh to record it. <laughs> because of many bad experiences. Yeah. I've had way too many bad experiences. <laughs> Even the other day, I hit record on something and I realized that uh, I didn't even use any audio volume <laughs> so i was oh, no. so it was like me talking to myself and nothing was recorded <laughs> oh shoot even after all of the all of the errors you still you still sometimes make mistakes that makes me feel better <laughs> i still make plenty of mistakes and that's why i always try to double check everything we are only that's human awesome. so well, glad Well, we're super excited to have you on, Nancy. We already kind of talked about, well, we showed off your Ouija board, which is on our display. You'll see on the video. And uh, 
told everybody about your business, like where to find you and follow you. Um, actually, Nancy was the one who suggested we talk about Jeffrey Dahmer last week in the episode, and she knows everything about Jeffrey Dahmer, don't you? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a little too much for my liking. I guess. <laughs> be proud, be proud. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I wear it like a badge of honor. I, I do. I know a lot about the the, the guy. So <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. Yeah, your episode was great. It was awesome. So loved it. It was awesome. Uh, yeah. It was more of a learning experience for me, which I believe that's what today is going to be too. That's right. Well, oh, good, good, good. Nancy had an awesome idea to talk about the movie Summer of 84, which we had mm-hmm. not seen and we watched it and we have a couple. I, I knew the movie, the exact movie that you were talking about when you recommended it. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I just remember that thumbnail of the milk carton with the missing person on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's such a good thumbnail. And I always wanted to watch it, but I didn't realize <laughs> it was going to be that good. I know. Isn't it like... What a surprise. It's such an amazing film. Um, I kind of, you know, I, I, when I first watched it, I've seen it a couple of times now, but when I first watched it, I hadn't heard anything about it. Like you, I saw this thumbnail and I was like, hmm, that was interesting. Not really knowing what it was about. You know, you kind of read the, the summary of the plot. It doesn't give away too much. But they had me at serial killer so. <laughs> you're like yep so I play. actually i think and that's wow. i think that's how i i correlated you to it or that me to that movie was like i was like it's got to be that movie it's it's about a serial killer yeah it was really good and like when it first started i think we were both just like this feels like it like the new it movies mixed with like stranger things like the mm-hmm. music and everything for it felt so nostalgic i'm sure for it. well the it, yeah it wasn't it wasn't as picture perfect because of the stranger things feel to it too right they weren't they weren't using like the highest end cameras and blah 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 mm-hmm. um but also i feel like we started noticing a lot more throughout the movie than we actually expected in the first place yeah we were kind of just sitting down oh my gosh um (laughs) well i'm gonna let tosh start off with that one (laughs) oh like the things that we noticed oh Mm -hmm. my god okay nancy you know Mm -hmm. the one friend in the group i think his name was curtis he had glasses and like the blonde hair oh faraday as they call him by his last name yeah the little nerdy kid yeah did you not think when you first saw him in the shot that he looked like Jeffrey Dahmer? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. I'm going to oh, send you yes. the screenshot I took because I was like, wait. I was like, holy shit. I'm like, he looks exactly like him. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so funny. I know what I, I have to admit, I watched it again this morning. So this will be my <sighs> third time watching it, but I wanted to make sure it was fresh in my head. Yeah. And, um, when I was watching it this time, I was looking at this kid and I was going, who the hell does he remind me of? <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's you. Sorry. I don't have that on silent. Oh, my gosh. There's the photo. Oh, that is so hilarious. That is totally a mini Dahmer. I was like, this is perfect. I was like, <laughs> oh, I love it. 
it's, I love it. But not that only, is it. but not only that. Then we started like Tosh and I started getting into like heated debates on who the other kids were kind of related to because we thought th- there was no way this was an accident. Yeah, like they they look so I like especially that kid and Dan was just like, who did you think the um what was his name the pretty boy like the badass? Do you know who Luca Magnata is? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He plays he, yeah. I think Luca Magnata would be closest resembled to the pretty boy slash uh, badass of the group. Oh my goodness. I okay, I need to see a picture. I'm gonna look him up. It's, um it's, I was he, he has like blonde hair, obviously, but like it's definitely yeah. the pretty boy feel. Okay. Because yeah, I was wa- I I started watching that documentary about uh, what is it called? Something about cats. Don't fuck with cats. Perfect. I could not. I couldn't. I just stopped. I couldn't. I could not watch it. I, you know what? Yeah. For me, you can fuck with people all you want, and I'll watch all damn day. But don't fuck with animals. One hundred percent. But yes. it, it's crazy because he starts off with the animals, and then he starts moving to gay men. Right. Right. Because right. he brings exactly. them. He brings yeah. them home, and then he films killing them, and then he puts it on YouTube. Oh, I know. It, he's an app. Do you know that um, uh, Luca um, has an indirect correlation with um, Carla Hamoka's sister, not the one obviously that died, but her older sister? Um, he, I can't remember exactly what it is, but she had no connection to him. He was the one making like connections with her, and somehow. He ended up having to testify in court, and I don't know why. I can't remember, what? but I just thought it was very strange that they had this like link between them. He, yeah. pr- he probably wanted an in of some sort into For that sure. y- into that family, right? Oh my yeah. god, that's crazy! Because he was he was saying how cool these people were, essentially. <laughs> right, <sighs> you know, like that's that's the thing about a lot of serial killers—the ones that are not. Um, I want to say the ones that don't really have it innate, they're not like, I don't, I think that you can be born a serial killer per se, or you can become one. And I think Luca is a good example of one that just wanted so badly to have this stigma for some reason. And it's those people that kind of like reach out for these connections of other famous killers. Um, you know, do their research on them and just like, obviously he has wires in his head loose. I'm not saying, you know, he doesn't, but it's kind of like a self-made serial killer. Do you know what I mean? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually, that is so true. It sounds like he was kind of like a a fanboy almost like idealizing. Yeah, totally. And I've I've just pulled up the pictures of him because of your comparison dance to eats on summer of 84. And yeah, I totally see the resemblance. Yeah. Yeah. Like the necklace and everything. It's just like, and then, you know, Luca was very, um, he was very like fashionably out there. You know, he didn't like, fit the rest of the group. He, he didn't. He, he didn't. He, yeah. And, and that's also what we were saying about summer of 84. In what world do those kids actually become friends? Yeah, they're all so right. different. They're all so different. They they're, yeah, the, it doesn't make sense that it's like almost like they're the serial killers. 
themselves. Right? Right. <laughs> they created yeah, no, a serial killer almost, right? So we got to ask yeah. you, Nancy, especially because you watch it again this morning, the, mm-hmm. the guy who actually is the killer, did you think like the first time you watched it, we were just like, it's definitely not him. He's a red herring. Like he's just trying the whole entire film until the end. We're like, no, it's not him. No, no, it's definitely really not him. Good. I was going to ask you that question, <laughs> how you guys felt about him being targeted as the serial killer. And um, I want to think back to the first time. And I'm going to say it's hard. You know, it's harder once you've seen it a few times, but yeah. I'm pretty sure that I felt the same way as you. Although, and you probably had this too, guys, although in the back of my brain, it was like, okay, but it could be. Oh, yeah, look at these things do add up. But no, nah, no, nah, they're not. It's too obvious. <laughs> yeah, it's too, it's too right? obvious. I'm like, it's, yeah. it's got to be this, this blonde girl now, too. She just showed up yeah. out of nowhere. Like, I'm like, I'm like, it's the blonde girl now. <laughs> oh, shit. Maybe she's Carla Homolka. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and then and her. that's right. Okay. Now I I was obviously wrong about this. I think, but I was trying to uh, the the big kid who was obviously like ten years older than them. Oh, he is. I looked it up today. I couldn't believe it. He's 28 years old. In that movie. Yes. Um, well, it was filmed in 2018. He's 28 today, so, so I guess he would have been what, around 25. 20, 25, 26. Wow! wow. So I was funny. like, I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> he doesn't. He's not a kid. Anyways, I was like, I was like, he looked like he was casted almost like if we're gonna re- relate them to serial killers and stuff. But uh, uh-huh. Ed Kemper. Oh, because he's just a Ed giant. Kemper. Yeah, the, a giant. <laughs> Who also has a ridiculously amazing mustache. Yeah, it's almost like a... I'm going to look him up. Let me look this up. I have to see this. You guys are too funny. This is... <laughs> so, uh, see, we, we were like, we were like, we wonder if anyone has I ever thought of this him. before. So, and then, and then we did some more research on actually Tosh did. And what were your findings, Tosh? What? That, that your theory on all of these things was never talked about before. This is the first time we're talking about it. The first time it's been talked about for Summer of 84. Any of the reviews, any of the 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 discussions online are only about how this film was related to Stranger Things. And I'm like, yeah. there are greater things wow. in this film than that. Than, oh, cool. It, oh, it's like kind of yeah, like another good. TV show. Who the fuck cares? Like, is that the mm-hmm. only reason why you like it? No, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. There's a lot more to that's, be seen. Yeah, that, that is really, really frustrating. Um, since Stranger Things came out, and you guys mentioned It before, the new It, um, there's a lot of 80s nostalgia that's made a resurgence um, today. As, as you know, there's a lot of movies out there, or TV shows out there that do that. But it doesn't mean that you have to continually compare everything back to um, Stranger Things. Yeah, I mean, look at um, what is it? Uh, Stephen King show Stand by Me, right? The movie Stand by Me that was made in the eighties, and it was fifties nostalgia, right? So we've always been doing this. We've always been making period pieces throughout the decades. Why not compare it to um, the Stephen King movie? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's other, there's I'm... so many other things out there. Not everything is 
Stranger Things just because it's filmed in the 80s. Yeah. I'm, I'm also going to be uh, being like a devil's advocate here, but I also don't think that the director wanted it to feel like Stranger Things at all. Yeah. I think no, I, I, I think that he or she, I don't actually know if it was <laughs> he or she. Sorry. I, I think I that think it's they actually. There's three of them. Okay. There's oh. three of them. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so they, I believe that they were actually their intentions were to be original yeah right and yeah and not compared to anything like i know as a filmmaker like i've i've made uh short films i don't <laughs> want anyone to go oh this reminds me of that or this reminds me that i'm like well i wasn't going for it cool yeah, like exactly. i mean yeah. like thanks for comparing me to something when i'm trying to just use my own voice yeah absolutely absolutely yeah I, I i can see that you know that would be extremely frustrating you know people need to stop comparing like you said and watch it for what it is i like to think of it kind of like um music for example there's only so many notes in the scale right mm-hmm. and you can only play them in a combination of certain ways. So if the song kind of reminds you, unless it's blatantly a plagiarism, that's completely separate. But if the song kind of reminds you of another song and then an artist takes flack for it, I mean, how many notes are in the scale? Like, we're going to cross paths. <laughs> we're going to, like, cross over eventually. You know what I mean? That's so, so true. Just because something has a bit of a resemblance to something you've seen before does not mean that they're copying them plagiarizing them or even had any intentions to that whatsoever that's such so, a good yeah. point yeah frustrating for sure means something different to everyone when it comes to how things sound or how they develop those things of course mm-hmm. i don't did you also notice nancy i wrote it down okay are you um have you started that like that book on ted bundy no, not yet. Okay. I'm, I'm on two books right now, but that's enough. Thank you. <laughs> She's an avid reader. So yeah, <laughs> Ted Bundy, I don't know if you know, he had um, like a Volkswagen Beetle and it was like a yes. beige color. Oh, yeah. That's, yes. and oh, my when God. When we were coming up with these theories when we were watching it, you know how like the guy that they think they're, he's the in. Cop. Yeah, the he's cop. in his yeah. um, storage unit. Mm-hmm. And then he pulls out. In a Volkswagen Beetle, actually. And I was like, that's a Bundy car. That's a Bundy Beetle. That's a Bundy Beetle. Absolutely. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm. Oh, go ahead. I was like, I swear, like, there's got to be these ties. Those are because I can't really recall when we were watching it, like, why else they would need to show that. Like, it didn't seem like it had a purpose other than maybe being like all these little like Easter eggs. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, I think the only reason that they would have really shown the car is just to show another suspicious um you know piece of the puzzle like why does he need a separate car right yeah so he's kind of using that car as his incognito car to pick up his little boys and bring them back to his place um <laughs> also so- that's where they find the um the stuff that melts the flesh. Oh, the, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. But it's yeah, funny because it's, even with Bundy, like, he, the reason a lot of times why people, like, knew who he was or remembered him was because of that car. And this guy had the same car and it was bright green. Like, mm-hmm. you're, how inconspicuous can you really be? <laughs> I, I hope, you know, I hope somehow, some way that we can get into contact with the directors or writers. And, mm-hmm. and or at least have them hear this somehow, you know, because we're actually hopefully we're picking at what they were actually hope 
hopefully laying down for us. I think so too. I right? think you and, hit the nail right on the head. Yeah. And if anyone else hasn't talked about this and we're the first people, then I hope this actually, like, because I think people need to know that, right? They need to know that. Don't don't look at this as a Stranger Things film. No, 100%. Yeah, yeah. please don't. Yeah, look at this. <laughs> no. Look at this as a serial killer film all around. Mm-hmm. Because that's what it is, right? Exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I, I'm so glad that you guys made these connections because, uh, Tosh, you mentioned the Bundy car, which I think is a completely obvious placement. And, you know, only people like you and I are going to pick that up, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that's success to those directors. So those that do pick that up, I think that's success for them. But there's other things in there, too, that kind of what I think is they have taken this character and they have basically amalgamated different um, personalities of different actual serial killers and put them into this one body. Ah. That, that's kind of what I think. Um, you guys let me know what you think about that. But one, we have we have Bundy, right, with the car. Two, we have Jeffrey Dahmer because he goes after 15-year-old boys. Yes. Um, Ooh, three. Yeah. I know this is, oh, I'm going to add on to it. And this actually yes. helps me out. Uh, Tosh, you told me about this, but the Ed Kemper guy that I was talking about was best friends with cops. Yeah, that and, was his and, whole thing. And, and he wouldn't, he was just like too innocent to them, right? So this this guy is a cop, but he's also, they're like, oh, he, yeah, he's the killer? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, a, and he, the, yeah. the neighbor takes the kids over there to apologize to him and be like, he's oh, not the killer, yeah. remember? Oh my God, oh. that's such a good, good such oh a good God. theory. Oh my God, keep going, Nancy. This is perfect. I, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I love the, I love the passion. <laughs> no, you, you got that. You got number three. That's, that's amazing. That's a really, really good comparison. And um, there's quite a few others, too, that have uh, close ties with the cops. And I know we'll talk about him later, but I'm not, you know, I don't want to turn it into talking about him now if that's not what you want. But uh, no, go for it. When yeah. <laughs> uh, BTK, he actually had an office inside the police station. I don't know if you guys no. came across that. When, yeah. So he was a. Um, Whatchamacallit. Um, um, oh, shoot. You know what? I have a note here. Just let me see. What was it called? Park City Compliance Officer. <laughs> and he had an office inside the bloody police department. Oh, my God. Yes. So, so you want to talk about close ties with cops? There's one there, too. Holy shit. That's so perfect. So he's literally just watching every single move, just like just like the, the, the cop in this movie. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's too perfect. It's too it's perfect. Too perfect. Uh-huh. And you know what? I think this is. I think that's actually a good uh, segue into BTK. BTK. I think that's actually a good, uh, good time actually to jump into it as well. Yay! Yay! BTK. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe how much like Nancy went all out in her research and watched some stuff because I'm like, all I know about. <laughs> BTK said he's like the most hated serial killer because he's such um he's so gross and like full of himself yeah. and he's like a little child um <laughs> first of all his middle name is Lynn 
<laughs> Dennis Lynn Raider. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> and uh, what a pussy. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> what a pussy. <laughs> we actually, so Dan got this board. You'll see it in the video, Nancy. And like, we have your name up on it. And we're like, we have to think of other things that BTK can stand for. And Dan's like, um, balls touching knees. And we're like. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, guys always have BSTL, like balls stick, stuck to leg and stuff like that. B, BTK, balls touching knees. There's an old and, gross guy. And, and, that's, and that's why he never pulls out him, his, himself during his kills yeah, because right. he's too he's too uh insecure about his balls drooping too low. that's right he's just fucking gross I love it. <laughs> well like yeah oh, wrinkly in <laughs> he he i wish he found out about those balls bras a little sooner Baby balls bras? it's called sax underwear oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> gross. well i was like so i don't know like let's give dan some some like a uh, history a bit on him uh, like I did hear that BTK was when he was a kid he was just like so obsessed with himself when he was a child he actually said somebody should have known that there was something wrong with me because I used to tie I like tie himself up for fun and then he started setting up his like Polaroid camera and taking pictures of himself bound up in like a lady mask he was so mm-hmm. fucking weird and um, because he's so obsessed with tying knots and like working with scouts and stuff, I think BTK as a total disc stands for beginner tied knots because he fucks. And how many fails oh. he had when he was killing people trying to, he was just like, it's actually so hard. He made so many mistakes when he was trying to like his method. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's just a loser. <laughs> That's awesome. I like that one too. Uh, yeah. If he, he probably, well, even like you know it working in a police station yeah you think that he'd be better at almost everything oh my god yeah you know like you know that stuff even you know even being a boy scout and stuff like that like the skills that i learned from boy scouts and i was in boy scouts for not even that long like i was a cub scout and then like two years as a boy scout and i still have all of that knowledge and everything to today like you know i'm really good at knots um (laughs) i make beautiful bracelets by the way if you want one (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, but i'm great with knots uh survival skills for the most part i know that i'd still be able to survive out in the wilderness but that would you know that would help with intelligence and cognitive skills and all of that stuff and the fact that he still fucks up so much yeah you know what it is and like i can't wait for nancy to share with his middle name is lynn yeah that's it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he was was set up (laughs) but it's like he he was literally such a he actually was what we were talking about that what Luca guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. He like mm-hmm. BTK is like the epitome of a fanboy. I think he idolized oh, Zodiac, yeah. right? And he was just oh, like, 100%. "I'm smart. Like I want to be this way. I want to be like I can do this. I can do that." And he was he thought he was so much better than everybody else, and he mm-hmm. wanted recognition. So like I know Nancy's got some really good stuff to share, but I know like um, 
when it came to him not getting what he deserved and we'll read one of his like letters to the newspaper (laughs) he literally throws like a temper tantrum when he doesn't get the recognition and he went on actual like hiatuses because his killing span was over years Mm -hmm. he started when he was like yeah like he started he was 32 but like we were saying it's like he made mistakes and it's like he wanted to get caught and Mm -hmm. because he was just like nobody cares about me anymore like like Mm -hmm. seriously like a child oh yeah you're gonna look up a picture of dennis lynn raider oh he's so gross okay he's so nasty so nancy please share i like his glasses yeah, but oh, do you? Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> I was. I, that's exactly what I was gonna say. I want some. But <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer wears them way better than Dennis Rader does. Oh, this guy's fucking oh, ugly. Yeah. No, this guy's fucking <laughs> ugly. I didn't say he was. Yeah. Really. Oh yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer is actually yeah. like really good looking. I think. But oh, look at yeah. that! That <laughs> that mustache always makes him look sad. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> Sad. He's he is a sad. sad little pussy. He's, he is sad. His name's yeah. Lynn. <laughs> Lynn. <laughs> Wait, so, Nancy, why don't you share with us some of the stuff that you found like while you were watching? Um, sure, yeah. Please. I would love to. Um, first off, let me say we're talking about how freaking ugly Mr. Dennis Lynn Raider is. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I know we talked when you and I were talking yesterday, we kind of like joked about um you know his looks and stuff and i said i thought serial killers were supposed to be charismatic and good looking right like this is like part of the appeal like nobody cares like who would get oh. in this guy's van no i know <laughs> you know what he did you know what made him like a real psychopath because people would debate he's like oh he's a textbook sociopath blah blah, blah. but then they're like he would actually like figure out who he wanted to target and mm-hmm. he would wait in their closet for like six hours, Dan, and wait until the exact right moment. So like how terrifying is that? That it's like he didn't have to lure people. He would go break into your house, go up into your closet, wait till you were completely asleep at like 2.17 a.m. and then he would attack you. Mm-hmm. And that makes perfect sense now because... <laughs> Like you said, Dan, who's going to get into his van? <laughs> yeah, no one's getting into like, that you guy's van. Like, <laughs> you don't want your fucking candy, you gross old man. <laughs> <laughs> that mustache so, just yeah. makes you look sad all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. So, yeah, he had to talk. He had to sneak into people's houses because no one's going to invite him in. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so the, this... This guy, this is what I meant when I was speaking about Luca, too. Um, he, I think he's a self, self-made self serial killer. Like you said, Tosh, he was obsessed with the Zodiac, and there's a couple, like Son of Sam, I think, was one of them. Yeah. He, he mentioned in some of his correspondence to the media that he was uh, persuaded to do the killing by Factor X. And Factor X was who the Zodiac Killer claimed, and I think the Son of Sam claimed as well, was the driving force behind their murders, which was some kind of evil demon, um, you know, making him do these things. But, j'accuse Mr. Dennis Lynn Raider. (laughs) I think he's full of shit, because he's not driven by anything but his narcissism. Um, Do you know that he used to sit in his chair that not like his kids were not allowed to sit in he was never really abusive towards them unless it was 
re- directly related to this chair, apparently. So they oh, because it was it was him. his chair. It was his spot. It was his chair. His yeah. spot his in the house. Chair. Yeah, exactly. So it's his throne, right? And no one, no one else is allowed to touch it. So he would sit in his throne and he would watch the news about himself on TV because he's a complete narcissistic, narcissistic pig. And his children would be running around the living room, you know, playing with their toys. And he's just sitting there in this chair and squeezing the stress ball, just sitting there watching the TV, squeezing the stress ball. So I'm watching the reenactment of this and I'm wondering what the heck is up with that stress ball. So they continue to flash back to these scenes on the show that I was watching about him to catch a serial killer. And it was three episodes long. And I believe it wasn't until the third episode that they told us, the audience, the reason he sat there squeezing that stress ball all the time was because he was strengthening his strangling hand. I could I could just imagine that it's one of those like squeaky things with its eyes that pop out like squeak 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 squeak. (laughs) Oh my god! What are you doing, Dad? Strengthening my strangling hand. (laughs) Squeak 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 squeak. Oh my god, that's so funny. That's so brutal, though. Like, oh my god, he's so he's so fucking. (laughs) Dan's losing it over here. Yeah, he just painted a picture. (laughs) Oh my god. Like I can just okay. This is this is the scene I see in my head with him trying to get somebody into his van. (laughs) Hey, pretty lady, want to come in? I don't care. Okay. (laughs) Okay. By the way, that was Judge Judy for us. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we love Judge Judy. (laughs) Oh my god! Oh god! Oh god! Squeaky toy. <laughs> so that that's why I think that he's full of shit. Like obviously we know he's full of shit. It's not Factor X or anybody else that is driving him to do this. He wouldn't sit at home with his children playing around him, strengthening his strangling hand with a little squeaky toy if he was driven by anything other than his own narcissism. Right? Like who does that? That that is not impulsive. That is not um driven by any external force. That is 100% completely premeditated. He's building up his freaking hand muscles. <laughs> like, he's preparing for this, okay? So he's doing no damn way. He's doing that. And the funny thing is, like, he wouldn't even, for, like, use really that much physical force of people. He'd just be like, sit down here and let me tie you up. Okay. And he would go ahead and do it. And it's like, right. what do you mean? He, he actually said, like, you wouldn't believe how hard it is to strangle someone to death. He would leave, and they would come back to life. They would start popping back up. Um, these people, like, how many times are fucked up? Yeah, he'd be like, oh, no, fuck, I got to do it again. Uh, choke them, leave, and they come back, and they would pass out, and they wake back up. Like, So no wonder he had to strengthen his hand. <laughs> yeah, no wonder. <laughs> or trying like to. Like weak little pussy. <laughs> yeah, That's oh, it. my gosh. Okay, so... um. Did you know that he was the president of the Lutheran Church? I didn't know he was the president. But a Lutheran Church, that totally makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean. Like Lutheran, yeah, Lutherans are a very weird, 
like <laughs> like part of Christianity. Oh yeah. Yes. They follow a whole different set of rules. Mm-hmm. The the Lutheran rules because he like someone tried to like amend rules and he like s- stuck them on the the wall the door of a church or something I forget. Oh. <laughs> wow. But yeah, so That's he's crazy. yeah, so he was like he was trying. It, I would say Lutherans are more of a cult, even like a smaller well, smaller section of cult in the Christianity community. That, that makes sense. I know I, that I because I had that. to go to a Lutheran church when I was a kid. Oh, dear. For a oh, bit, yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that makes sense. So I is. personally believe that all organized religion is a cult, but anyways. Oh, no, I, I'm, a, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just <laughs> yes. saying that I'm just saying that this Lutheran like, segment uh, section of the Christian community is even more of a cult cult. They're, I believe it. They're yeah. like more of a just like a secret organization. Oh dear! <laughs> wow. So he was the president of that. Mm-hmm. Jesus. It Christ. makes sense yeah. to me. Yeah. It totally well, makes yeah, sense you to would me. Know. Now. <laughs> <laughs> All I thought was like, and I've heard you know I don't know much about the Lutheran, definitely not as much as you do, Dan. But um, just the fact that he was a president of any church. I, I don't want to say I'm surprised. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're a devout Christian or not. You know, anyone can be fucked in the head. But um, it's just, you know, it's just one of those one of those other, you know, um, what am I trying to say? The word I'm trying to say. One of those other aspects about him that is kind of like being connected with the police department. He's the president of a Lutheran church. He's a Boy Scout leader. Like, who is going to suspect this now, guy, right? so now, true. Yeah. yeah, now my next question is, do you know where he lived? Wichita. Yeah. Oh, where was it? Do you remember, Tosh? Uh, Kansas. Yeah, Wichita. Can- Kansas. Yes, but, Wichita, but now my it. question is, since he's the president of the Lutheran Church, I would assume, because they have a house there on the grounds of the church, for, for usually like either the pastor or like the president. Oh, oh okay. So now, mm-hmm. now I'm thinking that this house that he lived in, not only was it the closest to the church, it was on church property and everything too. Oh yeah, maybe. I don't know actually. I never really came across that. That would make sense. And I actually saw some footage that they showed that said it, the site of... Dennis Rader's home and there was no house there so I'm thinking maybe after he was caught and just like they did with Bernardo and uh, Homoka's home thinking that implies that they demolished it probably because of who he was and what he did so maybe the church demolished it that would would, uh, yeah that would make a lot of sense to me actually but yeah because yeah like if you drive past any church in the states at least you'll see that there's a home there for, mm-hmm. for people mm-hmm. um, yeah, there so usually that's is. that's just yeah. showing how much more people would try to trust him too for sure. yeah for it's sure. very strategic you're right nancy like having all of those ties and like being affiliated with all of these important pillars of a community like that mm-hmm. that is how you can hide but Did- at the same time he wanted he wanted to be on did, display. No. Yeah. Did he ever? Did, yeah. W- did he ever 
disclose what days he would kill of the week? I no, no, I don't think so. I, I think it, I don't think he had a pattern. My bet is Sunday. <laughs> no, it wasn't Sunday. Sunday nights. Actually, it Sunday's would... the day of rest. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. Like, what better day to get somebody on a Sunday night? Because you'll know that they're going to be, like, That's true. Alone. He would usually yeah. actually, yeah. like, go during, like, working hours, during in the middle of the oh. afternoon type shit. This, he would go and do his oh. kill, leave, and then he would go to, like, a pay phone. And this is when caller ID was becoming a thing mm -hmm. to trace the calls. And he would actually call in his own murder. Oh, so God. it would be like during a weekday, mm -hmm. during the afternoon. Yeah, Crazy. yeah, broad daylight. Yeah. You know what else, um, he, what he would do? And, that, and I would have forgotten this fact, so I'm glad you brought it up. He did two separate killings of um, two, like two individual killings on different days. But these two happened to be during one of the Boy Scout camping trips. So he was asleep, or his son, I guess, was asleep. But they were in the tent. It was bedtime. You know, everyone's sleeping. And this fucking guy gets up, leaves the, the, the tent, and he goes and he kills someone. Comes back, crawls into his sleeping bag next to his son and goes to sleep. That oh happened my on two God. separate occasions. Yeah, no <gasps> shit. That's so disgusting. Those ones were at night. <laughs> those ones were at night. Also, yeah, he would also leave the tent on these camping trips and go take those tied up polaroids of himself, like you were talking about, Tosh. And he would do the like, like this whole scenario in the woods of like these dead bodies tied up, but it was him. And he would have himself like wrapped up in plastic and bound <sighs> and gagged and wearing that female mask and wearing female clothes. And the scene, you know, it's like this whole scene painted in this Polaroid of, you know, a dead body in the woods. And that's because he's on the Boy Scout fucking trip. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Like, how, how sick is this guy? And he didn't discriminate either. So nobody was safe. He killed two children. He killed one man, as far as I know. And all of the rest were women of varying ages. So mm. he wasn't ages. He wasn't sexist. Like, whoever you are you were a target it didn't matter yeah him, it's know, more like an age opportunistic but, kind but of majority way. is women mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yes yes majority that is was women probably his his kill of choice <laughs> i would say like the yeah i mean like without getting too gross or graphic like he enjoyed killing but i think the first time well he had so much sexual sexual gratification from it mm -hmm. the first mm -hmm. time he ever like ejaculated in his pants was when he killed a, a nine-year-old girl Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, there was never any, like, rape or anything with him, ever. No. Um, but they would often find semen at the site, but yeah. it was never detected on the body. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Such a fucking yeah. weirdo. So oh, weird. Oh, Nancy, you got to share that quote. <laughs> you got to share that. <laughs> oh, my. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, um... It really struck a chord with me when I heard this quote because, Tosh, you had mentioned um, how, you know, how gross his mustache was, <laughs> which I found really funny because it is, like, extremely gross. And uh, the way you said it was, you know, you know, talk about him and his gross mustache or however you mentioned it. Mm -hmm. So I'm watching this um, show and they're interviewing one of the victim's sons. So it was the 10th victim, Dolores Davis, that um, 
the son of her, like the son of Dolores was being interviewed, and uh, he just looks like this kind of you know somewhat proper, like just you know just kind of paint a picture. He's kind of he's older, he's an older gentleman, balding hair, seems like a nice smart guy. He's eloquent with words and whatnot. <laughs> so he's talking about BTK, and he goes, "You always imagine the face of the devil." And here's this Elmer Fudd looking little oaf with a stupid haircut and a dumb look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Elmer Fudd looking oaf. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does. I'm actually. so glad you pulled up his photo, Dan, because like I don't think Dan knew who actually what who Fudd BTK looked like. What looked like? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! How and infuriating! I howled when I heard that, and it, was, it was his delivery too. He just was so like punching every single word when he was saying it. And I'm like, dude, like, don't bleep it out if you swear. Like, you know, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> it's oh my so god. Cheap. So yeah, he's Elmer Fudd to us now. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and now every creep is Elmer Fudd. Very quiet. I'm hunting rabbits. Oh my god, yes. People. <laughs> She's so good. You're that's, so good. I feel at like it. that's what he was doing in the closet. <laughs> He's telling very, himself. very quiet. <laughs> so fucking good. Okay, oh, I gotta man. do it. I copied a one of the letters that he wrote, and I'm gonna read it to you guys. <laughs> Just to like see and without being able to see the errors, I'm gonna try and get them all in there, but Here's an example of what he would write. And this is him being like um, a little bit like daunting or whatever and thinking that he's basically like Zodiac. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when this monster enter my brain, I will never know, but it here to stay. Dot, dot, dot. Society can be thankful that there are ways for people like me to relieve myself at time daydreams of some victim being torture and being mine it a big complicated game my friend of the monster play putting victims number down follow them checking up on them waiting in the dark waiting waiting dot 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 maybe you can stop him i can't he has already chosen his next victim at least, at least the important part came through. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> like the rest of it was just nonsense anyway. <laughs> but did you also know this is the probably like the most, not the most dick smoothie part about BTK, but he would, he wrote into like the police and gave suggestions of what his serial killer name should be. Mm-hmm. And they're so brutal. Yeah. Like the number one that made me laugh is like he wanted to be called the poetic strangler because he yes. thought he was so good with words. <laughs> oh, what an oxymoron! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, he's so. Funny. <laughs> I wonder if the police could actually take these seriously. With <laughs> <laughs> and what Can you did imagine being there like? <sighs> Killing yourself laughing, and he's over in the next office. Oh my god, that's right. He's just like, oh, yeah, they're talking about me. He's like, oh, they're talking about me, and they're just like, listen, like this fucking guy can't even write a sentence. (laughs) And what did you say, uh, Nancy, like about something that, like, 
what he did to one of his spelling errors or something? Did to which? I'm sorry. Didn't you say you saw something, or was it like he had written a word wrong? Oh, spelling errors. Yeah, I wish I could remember what word it was, but when he okay, so on the show they showed this typed letter. And there were a few words that were scratched out and corrected up top. Um, I would love to go back and, and pause it and read the whole thing because I'm sure that there wasn't just this one. But I happened to notice one word in particular that was spelt wrong. And he scratched it out and corrected himself, but his correction was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like he's trying, but oh no, fuck you, failed again. <laughs> oh my gosh. And all he did, like, it was the second and third letter that, you know, um, he actually inverted in his correction and neither of the spellings were correct. <laughs> <laughs> like, how many times oh can you get it wrong? Not, but, right? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> he still thinks he's right. And, no, not even close. <laughs> <laughs> well, that uh, is BTK. Yes, a big giant loser. <laughs> With balls touching knees. That's right. <laughs> and beginner tie, tying knots. Yeah, beginner tied knots yeah. or badly tied knots. <laughs> Bad, badly tied knots I like better, yeah. yeah. I Dis. like that one. <laughs> That's his dick smoothie. Oh, um, Nancy, <laughs> we wanted to tell you, so... Um, we have your board here, obviously. We were talking about it. And I told Dan that you're making... Um, like the planchette keychains now, like the resin ones. Mm-hmm. And we're going to order them from you because we want some. <laughs> Yay, yeah. that's awesome. I want mine to be Woo-hoo. pink. Yeah, Dan's going to be pink. Mine's going to be that, like basically the same color that you did the board, like a kind of tealy, sea foamy green. I'm like, that's what oh, we nice. want. That's what we're going to order oh, from yeah. you. <laughs> so, that's awesome. Well, like, I mean, you all can see it. We want to give you a chance to sort of talk about what you do before we close things off um and uh like the process of obviously yeah of how you made it like I told you that I wanted this custom board it's beautiful as you can see I hope that anyone who's just listening to the audio will actually go check out the video to be able to see it um but Nancy why don't you tell us a little bit what oh yeah yeah I was just gonna say like uh when you watch the video you'll see how much it pops like the the it's like it's not glitter inside of it. There's just these like really nice speckled parts. Yeah, Nancy, tell us about it. Like, and the it's process. it's really popping. Yeah. Nice. I can't wait to see it. How you guys have it all set up. I love that. I'm, I I love that you love it. That's what is the best part for me about doing these boards. And Tosh, your board was actually my first custom board, so that was really special for me. Um, and since then. Um, it, it's really blown up. Like right now, I have a lineup of, let's see, I think, well, it was eight this morning. I got another one today. So nine. I have a lineup of nine boards that I'm going to be custom making for What? People. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Now, they are the mini ones. I just launched my mini Ouija board. That's um, but they awesome. are super cute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And I have, you know, I, I have the pleasure of, um, my room that I use as my uh, witch's lair, as my, you know, creative space. I don't get to pour my resin in here because I don't want to get anything ruined. That's fair. But, <laughs> I do get to display it all until they get shipped off to their new homes. So I, it's always a bittersweet goodbye for me because I do pour all of my 
passion and everything into what I make for people. Of course. And the best part about it, yeah, and the best part about it is people's reactions. So I've told that to a couple of people the last couple of days that have placed orders. They're, you can just hear their, their excitement through their messages. And they'll say, I'm so excited. I can't wait. You know, like you, Tosh, like you just were just like gushing. You're so excited. And that made me excited. Of course. And that is literally the best part of doing what I do. So oh, um, man. I just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> Absolutely. But, uh, yeah. So the process. Um, so you're just basically wondering like how, like what the steps are, is that what it is? Yeah. Like how you put it together. Okay. Um, so when you came to me, you told me basically what colors you wanted. Um, and other than that, you you basically gave me free creativity, right? Yeah. So I knew I wanted to do something super special for you. Um, and I wanted to make it a little glitzy, a little glamorous. So what I decided to do for you was um, put flowers in it, gold flakes, and yeah, there is a bit of a sort of a sparkle that is within the resin. So what happens first is uh, with a board such as this, you have to do three different pours. I use a two-part epoxy resin. So basically, it's a 50-50 ratio, and I have to... um, use the part A and part B and part B is the hardener. You mix it all up, make sure your ratio is perfect. There's a lot of mixing involved. Just make sure it's perfectly mixed. Resin is very temperamental and it can actually catch fire because it does heat up because of the chemical reactions together. Oh, so <laughs> I've never had that happen before yet and knock on wood, hopefully never, but it is definitely um, kind of a, a risky hobby or whatever if you will if you're not <laughs> you don't know what you're doing so if you're going to try this at home make sure you research it make sure you know exactly what you're doing so mix it up perfectly and then um what i did is i poured a clear layer of resin into my large ouija board mold and then i placed the flowers i had art like i had pre predetermined where I was going to put everything. I had it all kind of planned out what I wanted it to look like. Mm-hmm. So, and then the gold flakes I put in that layer as well. And then you have to let that sit for 24 hours. So the next day I mixed up the, I believe it was three different colors for you. And um, you mix them up separately and you pour each color individually and, you know, artistically how you want it to to kind of fill the board out um after each process though you do have to use a either a kitchen torch or a heat gun i personally use a heat gun i have a heat torch on order because some projects you really like the heat will get the bubbles out some projects really require more intensity and I'm going to have to be very careful that I don't set my kitchen on fire when I do this. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> fair. I'm basically going to be playing with fire for real. So yeah, you have to keep, you have to keep the resin to pop all the bubbles. Um, uh, so yeah. And then after that layer is dried for 24 hours, um, you do any sanding that's necessary uh, sometimes you do a perfect pour, and that's always best. You don't have to do the sanding. That part is 
really arduous and um, also very dangerous. You have to make sure you're wearing your proper PPE, respirators, all, you know, the goggles, everything, because oh. the resin dust can settle in your lungs. And over time, it can do quite a bit of damage. So I definitely don't want to have health issues because I'm, you know, doing no. something like this for, for people. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to my lungs for you, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, you do have to make sure you're wearing a PPE, and especially when you're mixing the resin as well, but definitely when you're standing. So after you've sanded, then you do your final pour, and that will be the top coat. So you know when you touch your board and it's nice and smooth and shiny? Mm-hmm. That's a clear layer of, of resin is what that is. Otherwise, you know, if you don't have to do a top coat, but then you're going to be able to feel all the indentations and everything. So. Right. Yeah. So basically, that's the project. Well, that is a very long... Time-intensive. Time yeah, it's a science, truly. <laughs> Um, and the product is absolutely amazing. I'm proud to show this off in my house. Anyone that comes here, I'm just like, look at this. (laughs) It's, it's amazing. So you're very talented and I guess we probably have to wrap things up now, but we just wanted to say thank you so much, Nancy, for being on the episode. And, and, uh, yeah, all the insight that you've, you've provided, provided, uh, with today, like, uh, yeah, I, I was blown away. I know you really like yeah it's amazing to be able to have someone else to talk about this stuff with and I think that uh there's some pretty good ideas about things <laughs> as a Aww, whole thank you guys so much so yeah. Nancy if, guys are so sweet. If, if, our, if our fans are trying to contact you how are they going to find you oh um you can find me on Instagram uh, my handle is at witchy knits and knots and I also have a website, and that's witchyknitsandknots.com. Uh, mm-hmm. um, and, yeah, I have a Facebook page as well. And again, that's just at Witchy Knits and Knots. So those are three surefire ways that you'll get a hold of me. Sweet. And uh, your email is also witchyknitsandknots witchy at outlook.com. Perfect. Yes, it is. <laughs> Perfect. Just making sure we got everything right here as well. And we also mentioned Thank earlier, you. but we'll say again, uh, Nancy's podcast, uh, Eclectic Witching Hour, which you mm-hmm. can find. We did an episode yesterday and uh, there yeah. is a solid variety of content on there. You've already you've been pumping out episodes. So please mm-hmm. check her out. Yes. <laughs> I had a blast recording with you yesterday. It made me think like, I don't want to do this alone anymore. Like, I want you to be my sidekick now. <laughs> yeah, it'd be so much fun. I think this will be happening a lot more on both ends, right? <laughs> yeah. Good. And, yeah, uh, okay, so we, we always like signing off with thanks for being our dicks, which I guess you already know that. I do. Nancy's I our dick? All the time. <laughs> so, so we're going to do it all together here, yeah. okay? Ready? Yeah. Yay. One, two, three. Thanks for being, being our, our dick. dick. <laughs> 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 dick smoothie. <laughs>